and welcome back to Oh God, I'm in my 20s, the podcast where three clueless friends discuss the highs and lows of newfound adulthood and how to fake it till you make it. My name is Roshni. I'm Lishi. And I'm Singwei. And as always, before we start, we're going to do the question of the day, which this week comes from Singwei. Yes. So my question of the day is, what's your preferred mode of digital communication whether that's text video or i don't know voice call and and mm-hmm. what platform do you prefer and why <laughs> i can go first yeah i am a facetime girly because i hate texting i'm, I'm a really bad texter we all know this i take ages to reply um and it's not, it's not even personal. It's just, I always miss it. I never see any of the texts that I get because they stress me out. So I don't read my notifications. Um, so yeah, FaceTime, because it allows you to like do other things on your phone while you're on call. But WhatsApp recently introduced this feature too. So I guess I could be a WhatsApp video call. Wait, um, WhatsApp introduced what feature? Uh, you can like, even if you're on video call, if you leave the app, mm, they can still on... see you. Because usually um, it used to be a black screen. Okay, now my mom won't know. <laughs> <laughs> get distracted on call. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Love you, mom. Um, what about you? I used to be like a better texter, but nowadays I just can't be bothered most of the time. That's really bad, but I prefer calling as well, FaceTiming. Because that's how I connect with someone. I like texting too, but texting, I can only feel the connection to a certain extent. So calling at the end of the day is still more important. And I usually use FaceTime as well. I don't know why. I I don't like WhatsApp. It's just not as nice. Yeah. Mm. Just the vibes are Mm. sucked into the Apple ecosystem. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I agree with like calls being like more preferred. But somehow, I realized that I prefer voice call. Like, even though I do video call more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know. Something about video calling. Maybe it's because of the self-consciousness of, like, looking at how I look. I don't know what it is about it. But, mm. like, something about video call is video call experience. For a select group of people. Like, it's different from when I, like, speak to someone face-to-face. And then I thought about it and I was like, huh, is it because I can see exactly how I look when, I, when I'm like saying something? So then I started minimizing my, my face so that I don't oh see how I look like when I call or anything like that. But yeah, just an observation and I... I... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you say like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree though, because I I only video call certain friends. Mm. I don't it's not it's not like a conscious choice, but like some friends the vibe is not to video call, the vibe is a voice call. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so this week is the third and final installment in our heartbreak series where we each discuss a significant heartbreak that we have gone through. Um and this week is my week. Um and I I'm just going to dive straight in because I'm uncomfy. (laughs) (laughs) So context. 
This happened in first year of university, so September 2020. It's during like very much COVID era, uh, mass social distancing, the whole the whole thing, and like my classes were all online the whole year. Um, so I just moved to London, and I lived in student halls. Which was basically this like huge building of students from like lots of different London unis.、Uh, and my first day there, there was this like whoever was there went to to a pub to just like get to know each other. Ha ha! Awkward icebreaker moment.、Um, and that was the first time that I met. Oh shit! We need to name him. <laughs> he looks like he could be a Ben, right? Sure. Yeah, sure, Ben. <laughs> That's when I met Ben. Ben. Oh, I kind of hate the name Ben. Anyway, I don't really remember a lot from the beginning of our friendship, but we became close very quickly, like very very quickly,、um, which I think is a feature of most university relationships, especially in first year, because、mm. I think the environment forces you, forces、up. the intensity. Yeah, because you're all I don't know, you're all in a new phase of life. You've all moved to a new place, and It's a it's a headless chicken scenario、mm-hmm. where you find each other and then you latch on, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, and that definitely happened with us. So yeah, we were very close. We spent a lot of time together. Just the two of you guys. Yeah, I mean, obviously we hung out with other people too,、uh, and like together in groups. But、uh, I would say the majority of our friendship was developed just the two of us. And yeah, we didn't do anything in particular. It was just like. Talking, just、um, talking. Holy Jesus! <laughs> what, what are we insinuating? <laughs> just talking about movie night. All those. I was getting to that. Oh,、please. I'm sorry. Let me. St- okay, I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this then. <laughs> no, too late. <laughs> um, we. I don't know. I guess main activities included walks. Because there really wasn't much to do in COVID. Like I also, I had a really bad tendency that whenever I got alcohol in my system, I would immediately want to go for a walk at three a.m. in the middle of London, which is just a recipe for murder.、Um, so yeah, we went on lots of walks,、um, and we would do a weekly movie night, which is what she was talking about. And like I said, the friendship was sus, very sus. <laughs> <laughs> At that time, she didn't really want to admit it because it was clearly not a normal friendship, right? Singway, do you remember? It, yeah, it was quite different. Yeah, it was like a bit exclusive, that kind of thing. Um, I'm gonna say this one time because it's deeply embarrassing, and then I will not be saying this word again. But movie nights included cuddling. Okay, we. Consistently cuddled, and it was weird. But okay, we question: anyway, How can best friends? When it can... was there, right? Like, how do best friends cuddle? And you said it as if it's normal. It's it's. I know, but at the time you made, you made it seem like it's normal, right? And I asked Marcus, like, is that normal? Is that what best friends do now? And then, Why did you... <laughs> and then like, um, no, that's not no. That's not <sighs> what best friends do. Normal. <laughs> Spoilers,、mm. but I was being gaslit, so、mm. <laughs> that's that's why. <laughs> Wait, he was convincing、um, you to to think that it was a friend thing to do. Yeah, pretty much. I'll explain 
more, but yeah, sort of. Interesting. Um, okay, what else? Yeah, okay, basically we were very close, right? And it was obvious to everyone but him that it was a very Platonic. abnormal, abnormal oh. situation to be in. Mm -hmm. Um, So I got questions all the time and I was in my denial era. So I was like, no, ha 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 ha. We're, we're, we're just pals. Yeah, pals that cuddles. Isn't that normal? (laughs) Shut up. We watch movie night every week, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, Ben is so Can I just, can I just add a disclaimer? This was a low point in my life. (laughs) Like this was COVID. Yeah, to be fair, it's COVID. Yeah, yeah, I had very low self-worth at the time too, so... Let's, let's cut me some slack, okay? Um, okay, yeah. So while we were very close, there was obviously like underlying tension, I guess, because I had a thing for him and he knew, like realistically he knew. Um, and I sort of suspected that he knew. So there was also a bit of resentment and we were mm. just not talking about it because the both of us were cowards. And refused to bring it up. I guess that kind of naturally segued into quite a toxic relationship. Because we fought all the time. Like, there was a few months where I think we we fought every single week. Like, screaming at each other. Fought every single week. Do you remember this? Like, I guess just like some instances of like what you guys fought over? Like, was it super tiny or like insignificant? I don't remember the big ones potentially a trauma block I don't know but um there were definitely like really small fights that got blown up until like he was just he was just annoying like he would annoy me Mm. and I get pissed off about little things and then this was also my fault obviously like I let it build and then Mm. it kind of just came out really unhealthily I remember Um, there was once I think it was after a drinking party or alcohol was involved yeah, alcohol was involved and you guys were going for that walk again, you know, like how you say it's a thing, but mm-hmm. you guys were fighting in the middle of the street. So that was like yelling. Do you remember that? Yeah, that mm. was that was really dramatic. We mm. yelled at each other. It was raining. It was intense. It was it was not good for either of us. I will, let's just leave mm. it at that. But yeah, so I attempted to have at least two conversations about like, hey, this is not normal. This is not how people that are just friends behave. I think we should talk about it. Um, and those conversations didn't really go well. They were very productive because he operates in very black and white terms. So okay. the, the gray area kind of just didn't exist with him. And when I tried to explain, most most pals don't cuddle. This is weird. Can he literally help? hit me. Yeah. Yes. Hit you with? He hit me back with the what do you mean? I would do this with all my female friends. And so <gasps> I, I was, I hit, I hit an annoyance point in that conversation. And then I was like, okay, so do you do this with like insert two of his best friends? And he paused and was like, well, no, he, st- he still just didn't get it or like was refusing to get it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he, he would always ask, <laughs> this used to piss me off. He would always ask for examples, like mid conversation. I would say something. And then he'd be like, can you give me an example? Like, bitch, no, we're not in English class. I'm not going to give you an ex- I'm not going to source the text to illustrate my point. Mm. It was just really like undermining of yeah. what I was trying to say. Yeah, Mm-mm. But I, I guess I get it from his perspective too in trying to understand. 
Um, but yeah, those conversations got very warped. I think Samuel talked about it in her episode, which if you haven't listened to it, you should. But when you go into like that sort of big conversation and you have points, you know what you're trying to say. And then you're talking and suddenly they, they're talking sense. back and you're like, wait, what the hell am I trying to say? Nothing makes sense and anymore. Then, yeah. And then they convince you that they're right. And I, I don't know, I struggled to remember what mm. it was trying to communicate. So that got to the point of, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I used to have to plan out my conversations, take notes with my iPad, write mm. down what I was trying to say. I have that. <laughs> Please <laughs> don't ever that. look at that again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like I needed help because it got to a point where I felt really crazy. Mm. So I... Yeah, that's that's a red flag. If you have to police your interaction with someone that much, probs reevaluate. Wait, um, Rashmi, there's some additional information. Okay. About, okay, so like he said that what he was doing was normal, right? It was like he would do it with his other yeah. female friends. But what about him inviting you to family events? Mm, no, that was like. <laughs> And also, mind you, it was, you you can't invite friends over, you know, you have to invite like a special person to a family event such as Thanksgiving, Christmas, ski day, family trip. How does like just anyone? Yeah, how can you just invite anyone? Roshni was invited multiple times and how can you say that, oh, that's just, we are just super close friends. On top of that, you guys cuddle had movie had had like night walks <sighs> gosh just just messy things you know <clears throat> so platonic I, mean... I love that <laughs> <laughs> Bishi you've never invited me for Christmas are we not friends I don't even celebrate Christmas <laughs> <laughs> if you cared about me you would celebrate Christmas I recall his argument was like I mean to Lishi's points about like the inviting and all like if I recall correctly, his like rationale behind all of that was that, you know, you're in the country alone and he's just doing mm. a favor, being a good mm-hmm. friend, like oh, inviting you shit, to all that those like. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like both sides have merit. I'm not gonna lie, because, yeah. But, I mean, like, we're not gonna in get combination. Yeah, in combination, all of those things kind of like kind of add on to the confusion of like what are we especially when like he mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. like to like talk about it or like really define it and then he yeah men's, men's a confusing one like I don't mm-hmm. think he even knows what he wants exactly I think that was the point <laughs> that was like the basis of all this the whole thing yeah men just did not know at all what he wanted but he didn't want to think about it mm. yeah that was that was the basis of all of my like planned out conversations I was like I feel like you're not processing all of these things and I need Mm. you to think about it because it's really fucking me up and then he was like Mm. no example no point goodbye (laughs) (laughs) okay this this kind of spanned like a year and a half which is super embarrassing but for me at least in my head there were two big turning points um he'd had like little things with other girls like um I don't think they were very serious or significant at least from from what he told me I don't know if I don't have the whole picture but yeah they were just like little things and one of those things was was with this girl 
we will call her Emily. Uh, Emily lived in a different student accommodation, and I, I think they were in same uni. I don't know. And basically, one one time he had gone over to see Emily, and he stayed quite late, so he just like stayed the night. And I was like, yeah, okay. Which obviously I was jealous over, but mm. I didn't say anything because I recognized that I had no right to be jealous. And then, like when he came back the next day. <laughs> Um, the only reason he told me that he had gone over to see Emily is because I spotted a hickey. Um, wait, actually, I didn't even spot it. He told me. Yeah, he was like coming back from his shower, so he was just in a towel. And then um, he, I think I'm blind as shit, bro. I would never have seen that if he didn't say anything. Men could have gotten away with it so <laughs> easily. Um, but I think the, <laughs> the guilt kind of forced him to tell me. And then he told me that he has stayed over blah, blah 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 and then I remember in the back of my mind being like some details aren't adding up like this mm. the story doesn't really make sense at that point I was like no he would he, he wouldn't lie to me it's fine I'm just self-sabotaging it's okay um and then I think it was the next day or two days later when we had another like party thing in halls and we were drinking and in typical fashion I was kind of drunk and then decided to go on a walk and he came with me and to his credit he was always really good about that he didn't really let me go on my walks alone so yeah, he came with me and we were just talking and we sat on this like bench and we we're just chatting it was good vibes and then there was like a lull in the conversation and he paused and kind of just went shit I can't lie to you and then proceeded to tell me that he hadn't been with Emily last night <laughs> I need another name give me give me a female name Stacy. <laughs> Stacy. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and he was like, I was with Stacy. Stacy was one of the girls in his like core friendship group. There was like five of them. She was one of them. And like I knew that that whole group was close and I was friends with Stacy too. So when he told me that he had been with Stacy, it was like out of left field. Like I did not I couldn't have guessed that basically. And it was also like I guess two two layers of betrayal because she was my friend and he was obviously my friend so that kind of sucked mm. um and so I think I was just quiet and then I said okay I want to go back now this was a problem in our relationship is we have two very different conflict styles so I'm the type of person where if I get angry I need to leave process and then come back before I can talk about it so I don't say anything I don't want to say. He's the type of person that has to like hash it out right then and there. And so we we started walking back and I was just quiet because again, processing. I was the first person that he told. He, could, he hadn't told any of his friends because like I said, they were all in the same friendship group and it had the potential to be really awkward. So I was the first person he told and I guess from his perspective, he just needed a friend to respond to him, you know, because mm. he just told me this big thing. I couldn't do that for him because... I had never been just the friend. Like on this walk back, he was like, are you not going to say anything? And I said, no. And he just, he basically just kept pushing until I exploded and I started yelling and he started yelling and a lot of things were said. And he said a lot of hurtful slash still very sus things. Sus in a way that's like directed towards your character or like your like oh he said some things about my character um no sus in terms of like 
Now, okay, the whole reason we were arguing is because he had he was with another girl, right? Mm-hmm. And then in that same breath, he was like, "Oh, this is so cringe to say out loud. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me." Ugh. And then he would proceed to tell me that he wished it was me instead, and I was like, "Girl, <gasps> p- pick a lane, fam." <laughs> Pick a lane. Oh my god, this is this is gaslighting. What is this? Yeah, so I was I was just like drunk and sad and very confused. That was a very not productive conversation. I think it just ended with me being like, okay, I want to stop yelling now. Can can we just go back? <laughs> so yeah, I honestly don't remember the resolution. I think we didn't talk for a few days and then we had Another conversation, and it didn't really go anywhere because I stood by the fact that I felt betrayed, and mm-hmm. he stood by the fact that he liked her, which is like completely fair enough. But mm. you know, impasse. Things were awkward for a while, but like it went back to normal pretty quickly. We just didn't really talk about what was her name, Stacy. Stacy. But yeah, we were still friends. And then at the end of first year. They decided to break up and come back as friends, and in second year, oh god, we ended up living opposite each other. Like him and his group of five, including Stacy, lived basically across the street from me and my two other friends. So we still saw each other a lot. Like we were still close. And in second year, he told me that they were basically seeing each other again, and that that was like final turning point. For me, because obviously I was I was still sad, but a lot less than I would have been the year before. Because over summer, like I I did a lot of work、mm. to get over this. Yeah. Um. So like obviously I was sad, but the main reason that I kind of took a step back from being his friend was because I thought that he was being there. There's lots of intricacies involved, but I thought he was being a really bad friend to a few other people, and I lost. A lot of respect for him, so that forced me to like distance. I don't know. I really hate that one. It, like it, that's what it had to come to. Like one, I had to cut him out of a lot of my life, and two, that the responsibility came down to me to do it because he wasn't going to. We were just not that close anymore. But I still see him、um, every now and then, and we're we're friends. Yeah, I'm like they're he's still together with Stacy. I think they're happy. I'm like I'm happy for them. Are you? There we go. No, I really am. I deserve each other. <laughs> no, but you weren't at the beginning, right? But you have really. Oh no! When when, and you、yeah. have matured. Things you know have passed. You are finally okay. Not too bad. They're you're happy for them. Yeah, like when he first told me, I was like, okay, like go fuck yourself, but like time has passed and like perspective and also、mm. losing respect. For him, really helped. Oh my god! Yeah, right. Like I know, I, it like, sounds harsh, but no, no. Because when you are in love with someone, all you see is good stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, sorry. Okay, never okay, use that maybe, word. Maybe not. When you love, like someone, when, when you, yeah, when you are interested in someone, when you like someone, you create this idea of them. Everything、mm. seems perfect, but now that、mm. you're out of that, holy, this man is just like、yeah. every other man. <laughs> <laughs> when the rose tinted, when the rose tinted glasses come off. Oh yeah, it's like so bland. Damn. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't fully a rose tinted glasses moment. There was definitely, that was a contributing factor for sure. But he was also just like he was one of my best friends.、Mm-hmm. Like he was one of my favorite people in the whole world. And then、mm. he was just really unkind to me and made some decisions that I I just didn't think he would make. And it showed a lot of like disrespect from. 
his part, I don't know. I was just like, damn, I didn't think you would do this. So it changed my view of him Roshni, a lot. Do you think, which helped a lot. Do you think he let you on? Yes. i think okay like i said it was like COVID first year and there was a lot of emotional upheaval right so it was definitely an adjustment period there was a lot of codependence going on like he used me as a crutch like we were we were also just really good friends and i think he knew that if he brought it up or if we addressed it in any significant way there was the potential of the friendship just either being lost or not being the same. And so it worked out for him to, to not mention it and to just let let my brain do its own thing. He had no real incentive to not leave me on. Yeah. Did he ever admit that he like let you on? Nope. Oh, so no acknowledgement. <laughs> it was just like, oh, it's I never thought you would see it that way. I didn't mean No. Um I told him I liked him. I told him I liked him because like eventually I got really tired of just hiding mm. it. And like I said, I, I knew that he knew anyway. So mm. I eventually told him. And the first words out of his mouth were, obviously, you know, I don't like you. So, oh my you God. Know, <laughs> bit of an L. The lack of validation made getting over it so hard. Because I, I don't think anyone outside of like the two of us and my my best friend and halls really knew the extent of what was going on like everyone it was really easy from the outside to be like oh well she likes him he doesn't like her she's torturing herself basically Mm. and so it seemed like I just couldn't let it go Mm. when he was not giving me reasons to let it go Mm. I, I I didn't have the the validation of it being an actual relationship or it being an actual breakup for it for me to like be upset over I had I had no right I feel crazy mm-hmm. and then the gaslighting wasn't helping with the feeling crazy yeah getting over it was hard guys no good lie I think it took Roshni a year and a half to finally be okay with it and it's a long long time and every time where she tried to talk about her feelings or when she tried to process it I could see her suffering. I didn't like how you were at that time because of how sad you were. You were always stressed about him, depressed because of him. And he didn't help that at all. And on top of that, it was COVID. And it was you moving to a new country for the first time. Had not many friends, but him and a few other friends. Yeah, COVID definitely exacerbated my reaction to everything because Mm -hmm. there was no... There's nothing else to focus on. He was my daily life. Like, <laughs> had it not been COVID, it, I would have gotten over it a lot quicker. I still think it would have hurt for sure, but at least I'd have perspective, you know. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, that was not that was not a cute time for me. I was just fixated on a boy, which is mm. so. Ugh. In that case, right? If you know, we believe what he say. Oh, it's obviously I don't like you. Blah blah blah. It's it's it. It's one-sided, right? It's one-sided love. Uh, yeah. If you, yeah, according to him, like that makes it almost even like, like more sinister because he obviously never like you know if from the get-go he never had feelings. Why did he like do those mm. obviously not platonic things? Like if he was like admitting that okay, like at some point I did like, you know, I was interested. Then like it almost feels like we can excuse his behavior 
just a bit because like maybe men mm. didn't even know what he wanted but now mm. it's like oh so you like never had feelings or and and you're like very sure about that but you still did all those things like mm. why why would you like yeah confuse yeah, someone yeah. like that like and like make them question so many things mm. like that yeah. i think now that i think about it it Okay, now I'm going back to the Christmas invitation, family tree mm. invitation again. I think his reasoning it's valid if that's the only time he offers gesture like this or he's being nice to you like once. Because mm-hmm. before that, you guys have been, you guys were already, you know, doing couple things like cuddling, going on walks, like going on like some dates or something. Like, okay, they are not called dates, but you know, from outsider perspective, you guys could be on a date so with all that's with all that's piling up i don't think that's a that's a reason that that's a valid reason because it doesn't make sense yeah Yeah. so Um, it's not that you are crazy or we are crazy to assume that you know just he might think that we are crazy for thinking that because what he did was just a nice gesture Mm -hmm. yeah it's nice but what do you what do you do before that? Cuddle? It was just the vibe. The vibes. The vibes. The vibes. The vibes. <laughs> no, like Rashni, when when that happened, like I feel like it's like you said, like the vibes don't lie. Like if it was just like a friendly thing, you would know. Mm. If it was more than that, you would know. Mm. So like it's like how do you feel at that at that point in time? Like I said, the only other person that really fully knew what was happening was my best friend at Halls. Her name is Fizzy. Shout out Fizzy. <laughs> um <laughs> Fizzy, Fizzy always theorized that he did feel something for me. I've never like fully landed on Mm-mm. a concrete opinion about that, but it at the end of the day, it doesn't help me to think that way because all I can all I can go off of is what he told me. His stance has always been no, just friends. So that's all I used. I spent so long just feeling used and betrayed, which mm. is a really shitty feeling. But I will say that. It sounds stupid, but vibes don't lie. Unless you're a completely delusional person and you're grade A crazy, how someone makes you feel or think is never just of your creation. It's never 100% you. Like, if you feel a certain way or are thinking a certain way really strongly, it's because they've given you reason to do that. Mm. Obviously, how far you take it is dependent on you. Mm. But the primary inkling... That that takes two people. Okay, I have a question though. Like, um, between I guess like Stacy, the first like break, and then like, uh, them getting back together, or even when they were together, like, did he maintain his like at like behavior, his like, um, ways with you, mm. or did that like ever shift? Like when he was with her, then he would have like a very clear like barrier, like Boundary. where it was like, yeah. uh. I am like with someone and you are just a friend or did it make it even more confusing? He did not change which was a source of guilt in so when they first got together in like first year it wasn't established like they weren't dating but he he was seeing someone and the nature of our relationship hadn't changed and it didn't change for a while until I actively tried to make it change. 
Mm. Again, I was frustrated that it had to come from me. Yeah, he he wasn't behaving differently. Do we think that that's actually what he thinks? That it's normal? I fucking hope not. For Stacy's sake, I hope not. Oh my god. If I was dating someone and they were like, yeah, I'm gonna go cuddle with all of my female friends, die. <laughs> oh Yikes. <my> <laughs> Straight up die. What is this? Is it a culture shock? <laughs> No, because mm. I've exhausted that avenue of questioning. Mm. Okay, context. Ben is British. Um, yeah, British. White. <laughs> White boy. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you pause? Yeah, he's white. So you Yikes. guys are still friends now? Yeah, we're friends. We're not mm. close, like, I at all, I would say. I don't know if he thinks different. I doubt he thinks differently, but we're not close. Um, we don't really talk about a lot of things. There's a lot of uh, silent barriers of stuff we avoid. Like he doesn't mm. talk to me about Stacy. He cannot say Stacy's name in front mm. of me, and I don't know whose benefit that is for. If he thinks I'm gonna like burst into tears, but Ben, if you're listening, you can you can tell me about Stacy. I'm good, man. I'm over it. It's all it's all fine now. <laughs> okay, but that's good. That yeah, like I'm happy to hear that you know you, mm. you guys are at a stage mm-hmm. where it's like can be you can still be friends mm. maybe not the closest but like i mean it's you know it's a it's a mm. very i'm proud of you roshni mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you i do get kind of sad sometimes because i miss him he was mm. he was a very good friend mm. well okay maybe not in terms of treatment but we were very close mm. beyond the confusing <laughs> he yes was a good person Beyond the slightly unkind aspects, we were mm. good friends and I miss my friend. What's your biggest takeaway, would you say, is from this experience? Like, mm. A few things. Learn your self-worth because <laughs> this mm. I let that go on for a long period of time because I was so... I don't know. I, I don't think I respected myself enough. And it took, it took going through that to, to gain that self-respect and like self uh self-worth but once you've established parts of yourself let go of things that are hurting it because mm. it's uh, like a huge cyclical regret thing mm. that you so at some point you have the power to get yourself out of it as long as you want to get out of it that being said it's not all your fault you're not crazy mm. i mean you see this all the time in media especially with the recent like hayley bieber selena gomez thing Women are the first to be vilified in any situation. Not to be that person who's going to make it about like like sexism in society, but it, it is about that. Like women are always seen as overdramatic, you're being delusional, you're feeling too many things and it's your fault for doing that to yourself. And men often get off scot free and so often it's not you being crazy. It's not you being overdramatic. It's not it's just you responding to disrespect, which is completely valid. So you're not, you're honestly not crazy. Mm. Unless you are a sociopath and then, I don't know, get help. Mm. <laughs> um, wow, get help. <laughs> my wow. final biggest takeaway is heartbreak sucks, but you just have to let yourself go through it. Mm. The only way, the only secret to getting through heartbreak is to go through it. Like, let it happen. Take all the time you need. Feel everything that you're feeling. It sucks. You'll cry. You'll scream. You'll want to commit murder. But like, let it happen. Because Mm. it needs to. 
and your next heartbreak won't be as painful. Aww. We love that. I we love, love that, that too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I guess to add on to Rashni's first takeaway about like it never really being about you being actually crazy, if someone makes you believe you're crazy, I guess run. <laughs> that person's not worth your time. Probably yeah. not a good um, person to f- continue feeling crazy about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, final si- uh, final takeaway. Just because a guy is tall does not mean he's good for you. Oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. Oh my god. Like, I remember talking about this to Roshni. Is he tall? Or like, is he actually like attractive or is he just tall? He's just tall. And then you're like, yeah, he's probably just tall. He's just tall. Do you want to share how tall he is? Mm, have to now. He's six foot seven, which Oh my god. Excessive. That is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't fit on my bed. I feel bad for him because he must hang off like everything. <laughs> he oh, can't well. travel to Asia. Um <laughs> and like be comfortable, I think. <laughs> No, he'll die. I think that is the end of our heartbreak series. Let's let's take a break before doing another one of these because this is deeply uncomfortable. Deeply <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, how do you feel though? Um, this is kind of therapeutic actually because I haven't mm-hmm. thought about this in a very long time. Mm. Like, yeah, it's been a very long time. So I'm That's glad fun. that none of us cried. It's funny, right? Looking back. Yeah. Yeah, like it's. I mean, it's embarrassing and a bit like I want to wings, uh, nah, but yeah, mostly I just feel bad for past me. Like she was so sad all the time. Like damn. Mm. I will give past Roshni a hug. Yeah, Mm. and maybe a kiss. (laughs) But just friends though, just friends, (laughs) just friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I think that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the pod and to the series. Let us know if you want to DM us about your personal heartbreaks. If you need like a little therapy sesh, um, follow us on Instagram at 3 Friends. Um, Before we end this week's podcast, we're going to do our song recs of the week. I will go first. Mine is Eat Your Young by Hosier because I... I love I love Hosier. I would die for that man. I have not met him. I would die for him. Um, and it's just he's a poet. So eat your young. Listen to the whole EP, but eat your young. Mine would be Adele. I drink wine. Mm, I love song. That. I want to listen to that whole album underwater. I feel oh. like it would go really like I feel mm. like it would tickle my brain. Mm. <laughs> 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 Nice. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with a very old Rihanna song. Oh, we really which one to pick? I guess I'll go with like I was listening to the Good Girl Gone Bad Reloaded. Oh, ten out of ten. Um, I don't know which song to pick though. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, Just where it's not that deep. Pick a song. <laughs> I don't know. Every every song is good. Um, um. Oh my gosh! There's a Cantonese version. I didn't know that. 
Hate that I love you Cantonese version. Okay. There's, wait, of what? Hate that I love you. There's. Oh. It's a album. God damn. I didn't see that. Okay. Maybe oh my god, I see it. There's a Cantonese and a Mandarin version. And a Mandarin version. Wow, it's, I did it's not with the that. same person. Wow. I think you should pick that one so you know, diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be mine. That would be mine. <laughs> Hate that I love you Cantonese playlist version. Playlist of all. Jesus Christ, it's the weirdest playlist of all time. Um, this playlist will be available if you want to listen to it for some reason. Um, <laughs> you can find it in the bio of our Instagram. Again, it's at Three Clueless Friends. I don't know Anthony's what vibe this playlist is going to be, but... <laughs> Does she sing? No, I definitely it, don't actually. think she sings the Cantonese, but that would be very funny. No, she clearly didn't. So does she sing like Cantonese? I oh I don't think she sings. I didn't think she sings the Cantonese version. God damn! Oh my god! Oh my, like, does she do ad libs? Like, what's what's the vibe? <laughs> no, she's not gonna <laughs> sing. Why don't we just it's, play it's, it like now? It's probably oh, she's sang by listed in. No, but she, that's why I'm saying she's listed no. in the thing. It's Rihanna. I'm gonna. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. Wait. I can't I'm hear it. Look at she's so proud. <laughs> but we can't do anything. Tingwei! She's gone. Uh, she's just, she's playing. Is that her? That's Rihanna, she's singing English. So. Oh. But oh, okay, okay, okay. Like it's, like a, it's like a half English, half yeah. I guess. I don't know. Mm. Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. See you next week. <laughs>